Welcome to Retire Coast, where we discuss all things retirement, life on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and your financial welfare. Bill Anderson, your host, is a serial entrepreneur, having created many successful businesses and holds a real estate broker's license, speaks about personal experiences with each topic. Listen, learn, and improve the quality of your life. Welcome once again to RetireCoast.com's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that some of you may not even be aware of. Maybe you stumbled on this and decided to listen to it and say, hey, I've never heard of that term before, ESG. I said it very slow. What that term means is environmental, social, and guidance. This is something that has been created during the past few years as a way to make a significant change to our culture and to basically almost everything in the United States. Now you've noticed that perhaps you find yourself on the left side or the right side of a topic that in some cases should not be politicized at all. Uh, I'll take the recent pandemic for example which was a scientific issue, it was a medical issue, and it should not have been Democrat or Republicanized, for example, but it was. This is something that has been embraced by the progressive left, the ESG, and I'm going to explain why I decided to talk about this, even though it might be controversial. It should not be, but it might be and certainly would be to some people that listen to it. But let me explain why I decided to talk about it now. That's because the President of the United States just did his first veto to Congress to a bill that would have quashed the ability of a fiduciary, which I'll explain in a moment, Uh, to allow you and others to invest in ESG funds in your 401k plan. So let me go back to fiduciary. Let's talk about the 401k plan for a moment since it is extremely important to Americans. Most Americans today that do not work for a government agency or perhaps even a union no longer have a defined benefit pension plan. What we all have now is a 401k plan. That's our method of saving for retirement. That along with social security will comprise the most income for the vast majority of Americans in the future. And actually even today, for example. So that 401k plan has been essentially sacrosanct. The government under several laws requires that the companies that you work with, for example, State Street or some of these other big companies that provide for 401k plans for employers, act as a fiduciary. Now, fiduciary means that they are responsible to you. They are not responsible to themselves. It's to you, which means that you must make money. It's not dependent on them making money. They'll make money after you make money. Let me explain the difference. Let's say you decide you want to hire a financial advisor, someone to help you invest your money. There are two types. There's a financial advisor out there. 
that will earn a commission on every transaction that they make with your money. For example, they will buy a stock or a mutual fund. They'll earn a commission on that transaction. And that's how they get paid. You don't pay them to do anything. You give them your block of money, and they're supposed to go out and earn some money for you. They are not a fiduciary. They are earning first, and then you earn. So they often will, not always, but often, pay more attention to their own best interest than they will to your best interest. That's just the way that is set up. This, the opposite is true of a financial advisor who is advising you that you should buy or sell or something with a stock or a bond, mutual fund, equities, what, uh, whatever your investment is. They're not going to earn anything on that because you're going to pay them a fee to help you invest the money. This way, they aren't basing their earnings on their actions. They're going to get paid anyway, which means that it's in their interest to keep you as a client by helping you earn money so that you appreciate the, their efforts and you will continue to pay them. They're doing their fiduciary responsibility to you and helping you earn. And that's exactly what these plans are supposed to do, is pick plans that you can choose from, perhaps offering you 8 to 10 to 12 uh, or more different opportunities in your plans. And you'll find, for example, they'll have a real estate investment trust. They'll have a money market fund. They'll have these funds that are based on certain retirement ages. So they'll have the 10-year fund, a 30-year fund, the 20-year fund, for example. And then you can pick and choose from those funds. But those funds are supposed to be funds that are both safe and they yield. Now, often you can't get the best of both. For example, the safest fund is not necessarily going to provide the highest return. So they have to provide you with a balance that balances safety with a return. And since most people don't know what they're investing in in the 401k plan, the fiduciary has to take on more responsibility by ensuring that those plans you're exposed to are the best opportunities for you being a novice. Now, some plans have introduced the ability for you to actually go into kind of a brokerage area and pick and choose stocks and bonds, and that was, that's entirely on your own. You can get some advice from them, and they'll help you a little bit along the way. But I'm, I'm getting off the main topic here. I want to get back and say, okay, that 401k plan has been safe thus far. Now, what's happened is that a lot of people um, would decided that they wanted to interrupt that flow by putting these, quote, ESG funds into your 401k plan so that you can choose from those. But more than likely, what will happen is if those become available, they will be pressure from lots of quarters for you to buy those funds. Now, everybody wants to feel good. So let me talk to you about how these are feel-good funds. The three pillars of these funds are this. Uh, environmental, number one. They want to make sure that that company is doing the best for the world. 
So they're not probably going to invest in any mining stocks because they're worried about the mining disrupting something. They're not going to invest in any petroleum stocks because they don't believe we should be burning any fossil fuels at all. Okay, this is part of the Green New Deal thing. And on and on with the environmental side of this. Okay, the other one is the social. And what they want there is they want to make sure that you are the company is hiring people not based on their skills not based on being the best person for the job but being one of those different boxes that they have to check on the different flavors and the different countries they come from and the different languages they speak etc all of those things that have nothing to do with how good that person is going to be on that job Okay, that's what the social stuff is all about. There's more to it than that, but that's basically what it's about. The other one is on guidance. And with guidance, they want to make sure that the board of directors has a variety of different people on the board of directors, not the best directors for the company. In other words, they make it impossible for the people that are choosing the directors to pick the best directors for that company and then again what happens is this is a self-fulfilling prophecy you will only pick directors that will direct the company to invest in and sell products which meet all these ESG type of requirements in the end because of the way these ESG requirements are structured profitability is not listed anywhere in there the ability for that company to grow and prosper is never considered under ESG at all. There isn't one checkbox under ESG at all for how much money that company will return to its shareholders. It's all about not investing in this country or not investing in this other thing. What they want them to do is invest everything in solar and all of these other things. Now, these are feel-good stocks, as I said. So if people don't want to invest in a company that is producing oil, that provides oil to factories, that make seat covers for us and all the things that we use, well, that's fine if you want to do that on your own. I suggest that should you decide that you want to contribute to a cause, such as the Sierra Club or some of these other causes, send them some money. But do not, under any circumstances, buy an ESG stock in your portfolio because their track record has been poor on two sides. One is those funds are more expensive, and you'll never see that expense the way that these expenses are buried in all the detail in 401k plans. I'll bet you that if you're listening to me now, you have no idea how much the funds that you already have in there are charging you every time they make transactions. You don't know. None of us know. But I can tell you that there's plenty of research out there that indicates that ESG plans are far more expensive. Their fees are higher, as much as 20% higher. And the people that are pushing these plans are all the financial people out there that, are, that stand to make a fortune by pushing this on the American public. The other thing it does is if they were successful enough to get millions and millions of people to buy into these plans in the 401k, 
they would be able to shut down the money flow to a lot of critical industries so that those companies would not have the money they need to expand their businesses to provide us the things we need to live with. That's critical. But that's where this is going. That's the whole thing behind this. I suggest that if you choose, if the ESG funds are made available to you, that you take a very hard look at the cost of those funds, at the returns that those funds are producing based on the type of fund that they are and the standard indexes out there for that type of fund. For example, if, if it was a real estate fund, is it producing as much as another real estate fund? How about the index, the Standard & Poor's Index or the uh, any, any other index out there? Are they producing as much? Because your 401k plan, getting back to that, the core of this, is designed for one thing, to make sure that you have what you need in retirement. It is not a place for you to play around with it and make choices that do not produce the maximum outcome for you. Because your future self might say in 30 years when you're retiring or 20 years, I wish I hadn't done that. I could have sent a check for $200 and felt just as good that I made a donation, but what I did with my 401k is reduce my ability to live the way I wanted to live. That's what your future self is going to tell you. If you do anything to your 401k that inhibits its ability to produce the highest return on your invested capital. And by buying into ESG funds, you will be stopping that process. The more of those funds you buy into, the harder it's going to be for you to achieve your goals in the end. It doesn't mean that you don't sympathize with some things, but you have to understand if you take the 30,000 foot view here, that there's a lot more at stake than you might be able to see. This is a huge agenda to reshape the way that we live, the way that we think, and the biggest problem with that reshaping, in my personal opinion, is it's 20 years ahead of its time. It's pushing us into things we're not prepared for, for example, electric cars. We don't have the power grid for it. Middle America won't be able to do it. Poor people can't afford the cars. And I can go on and on and on and end with the fact that if it hadn't been for massive government subsidies that came out of our pockets, we wouldn't even have electric cars today. Now, I'm also saying that electric cars might be a good idea, but to make that transition now is 20 years too soon. You can't shut down all of the petroleum industry. It does more than produce gasoline. Almost everything we have in life comes from petroleum, from the plastic that we use on the screens of our computers to our seat covers, everything else. You can't just turn off the tap. And all of this is an insensitive move by a lot of people that don't have much to gain, actually, or actually much to lose, I'm sorry. Uh, the vast majority of people that are pushing this are very young. They're college students, they're instructors at colleges, and then on the other end, they are a lot of wealthy people who don't have anything to lose. So you have two groups of people here that don't have a lot invested, 
me and the, the billionaire uh, folks that are on the one side, uh, they're just giving all their money away anyway. And then the others, they don't even earn any money. They still live at home and their parents pay for them to go to college. And yet they are getting an outsized reaction to this. A lot of people are jumping into this ESG thinking it's the greatest thing, as they used to say, since sliced bread. I'm kind of dating myself here. But I'd like you to take a strong look at investing in anything in your 401k. I mean, it maybe it's time for you to start looking at each of the investments in your 401k. And you can call that fiduciary and get free advice from them, free recommendations for them. You can discuss with them. They're there to help you. That's what their job is. Uh, they aren't getting paid based on your performance. They're being paid a fixed fee from your employer every single month. And I know as a, an employer that we paid a pretty sizable amount every month to our 401k provider to be there to help all of the employees make the right decisions. Well, thank you for listening. And I would suggest that you go to our blog article on this topic. It's much more extensive. It has some links to videos in it uh, that are uh, done by experts and also by politicians. Learn more about why the president decided to veto this, even though it was voted uh, bipartisan. You know, today as I'm talking about this, we have a Republican House and we have a Democratic Senate. And for any bill to get passed, it's going to be tough. But when a bill does get passed, you know people are serious about it. And the president decided that this doesn't fit with their agenda. So if you agree with this, then you need to pay more attention to what, what's happening on the political side as well and do what you can to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Okay? So thank you again for uh, coming to retirecoast.com's podcast and again go to our website at retirecoast.com and take a look at this article with has the same topic and i hope that you'll come back and listen to more of our podcasts